You're now listening to the Live Different Podcast with Matt Wilson. What's up, Live Different Podcast listeners? I am here to tell you a little bit about something new we have launched via Under 30 Experiences, our new line of custom experiences open to any age, bringing together communities around the world. Literally, if you are a blogger, a fitness coach, a yoga teacher, or someone who has a community that you want to bring together to go on an amazing trip somewhere across the world, you should bring them down to Costa Rica. You should bring them down to Tulum, Mexico. We will organize your trip to Bali. We will go out there with Iceland with you and up to 20 of your closest friends, followers, community members, open to all ages, custom-experiences.com. That's what's new with me and the whole Under 30 Experiences crew. If you haven't seen it, check that out, as well as our new trip to Thailand. You guys are going to love 10 days from Bangkok up to Chiang Mai in the Highlands and down to the glorious islands of Thailand and Southeast Asia. Check us out, under30experiences.com. And now, back to your regular scheduled programming. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Live Different Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Wilson, and today we have some repeat visitors to the Live Different Podcast, two guys who've been on, but now I'm lucky enough to have them on at the same time, the Zen Dudes, Dan Whitmer and Brandon Epstein. Fellas, welcome. What's going on? What is good, man? How, how, how you doing? I am I am excellent as we were just catching up uh, since Costa Rica just a, a few weeks ago. I'm here in Brooklyn at the moment making my summer swing through the United States of America. And uh, you guys are out in L.A., is that right? That's yeah, right. man, out in Santa Monica. Excellent, excellent. And uh, obviously, just to fill everybody in, you guys were down at the Zen Dude Fitness Retreat in Manuel Antonio, Costa Rica. Had a blast with your community, uh, one of our custom experiences that we're, that we're doing. And uh, you guys got another trip coming out. You're going to Bali with your community February 4th through 10th, 2018. That's going to be incredible. So I'm just looking forward to catching up. And uh, yeah, after we spent a week together in Costa Rica, I feel like I, I really, man, I, I really get you guys. And uh, not that I didn't before, but we're going to have a lot of good stuff to, to dig into. Absolutely, man. The trip was, uh, it was amazing to be down there and to, to hang out with everyone. And yeah, we, we got back and we're like, let's, let's just book another one. Yeah, sure. For anyone who's listening to the show who's never been on an under 30 experience trip or a custom experience trip from you guys, like, you got to go. You got to go. Because Matt has everything figured out from like the second you get off the plane to like second you get back on that plane. It's just like fun activities and epic experiences. Yeah. Matt did not ask us to say this, but trust me, it's dope. We have, have to, a great we have to toot his own horn because he won't do it himself. So we got to, <laughs> we got to make sure that everyone knows how freaking dope uh, the stuff that you guys have going on is. Fellas, I'm, I'm blushing. I'm blushing. I, uh, I, I appreciate that. And uh, you guys brought an awesome crew of people and it was it was go 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 the entire time. Uh, what what surprised you about 
about the trip and uh, not to not to tee you up for a uh, not to throw you a softball to to plug under 30 experiences or custom experiences that we're doing. But what surprised you maybe about your own community? I'm, I'm curious to hear. I mean, I don't know. I guess I'll say this. What surprised us, not necessarily about our community, because like, I think we had a we had a pretty good idea that like this this person, the Zen dude or dude at like who's in our community is a very consistent type of person who really is someone that we love spending time with. But I think what surprised us was like how like we kind of thought we were gonna have to work a little bit more leading this trip. That's <laughs> <laughs> so true. And Matt, you just handled everything, and so did the rest of the team. So like it was really cool to like you know once it literally once we got off the plane, it was just everything was taken care of. And it was just like adventures stacked back to back to back to back. And and that was cool. I had no idea what that'd be like. I thought like myself, Brandon, and Dan would like every day would have to figure out, okay, what's going to be the game plan today? What kind of activities we're going to do? But we didn't have to do that at all. Like the adventure was built in, you know, by the yeah. time we touched down. Yeah, it was great to just hang out with the guys and just be instead of feeling like we were the the leaders and we had to go like plan all these things and be, I don't know, on a different like level, if you will, than them. It, ga it gave us a chance to just hang out with our community and just be there to like learn about them and stuff, which uh, was really awesome. We basically just made six new friends. Yeah, just six BFFs. No uh -huh. big deal. Yeah, that's MBD. That, that's really cool and it, it was nice that you guys had a small group and then plus the two of you and uh, plus myself being on the trip and Luis our photographer that just rounded it out with a bunch of guys who were just down to do whatever I mean I, I think my biggest surprise was just having I, I don't know why I was so surprised about this but everyone was just down to like we had a day where we hiked to the hit, that hidden beach and then continued on like for a couple more miles through the through the jungle down into town for uh, for lunch, and then came back up the hill and hiked to that hidden waterfall. And I mean, this is like all day trekking through the jungle to get to the coolest spots that I know of in Costa Rica. And everybody was just keeping up, and everybody was uh, just ready to to again go 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 and you had people you had a 20 year old kid there uh this guy chris who was totally out of his normal element and then you had three guys who were 41 years old and um just awesome dudes in in general again and uh, but in a totally different uh walk of life and so it was cool to see uh what the zen dudes were were all about absolutely man it was great that that's Super. Uh, Super awesome. And I think it really requires that kind of immersive experience where like everyone is just in the moment and doing, you know, doing things that are outside of their normal routine, outside of their comfort zone for everyone to be able to reflect and really get the most out of the experience. Because when you when you go on adventures like that, like you find out a lot about yourself and you start to ask yourself the question, hmm, why don't I, why don't I feel more, more like this, more present, more open all the time? Like this is a really nice experience, and so I think it was cool for you know not just everyone who you know signed up for the trip, but also for us to reflect and say, hey, like this needs in some form or another, whether it's meditation or whether it's going outside the jump rope, uh, we got to incorporate this kind of activity, this kind of lifestyle into the normal routine. 
Yeah, could, could you guys talk a little bit more for people who, who uh, maybe haven't heard your original podcast? Brandon, I think you've been on twice, and Dan, I know you were definitely on, but who are the Zen dudes? And maybe talk about, uh, about what you guys do and, and your YouTube channel, just so people can understand, and then we'll, it'll be a good segue into what the, what the Zen dude lifestyle is all about, those things that you were just talking about. For sure. So the way I would describe what Brendan and I do is, first of all, we're two regular guys who travel around the, around the world teaching people how to jump rope via videos on YouTube. So uh, I guess, if you will, we, we run a fitness, uh, like a fitness YouTube channel, and it's all centered around jumping rope. But then the Zen dude aspect of it is also, you know, the traveling, exploring, um, you know, different mental capabilities, breaking through barriers and living a more fulfilled life. So Brandon and I, I would say like, we're just guys on the conquest of, of finding the most pleasurable way to live life while being able to help as many people as possible. Like we think the world just needs to be a happier place. And so expressing ourselves via jump rope videos, uh, traveling, you know, just the, the nature of how we act on our podcast or in, you know, on the videos and stuff like that um, is really, that's what we're all about, man. We just want to, we want to raise the collective consciousness and happiness of the world. Damn. That's, uh, that, that's awesome. And I love how you guys said on the conquest, how did you guys get on the conquest? Tell, tell me about that. Yeah. All right. I'm going to tell the whole origin story. You ready for it? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Um, <laughs> So let's, let's just backtrack this to uh, a few years ago, like three years ago. Dan is, you know, living in New York City, working his corporate uh, sales job, you know, crushing it, being the man out there. But, you know, thinking to himself, I don't know if this is what I want to do forever. This may not, this isn't the funnest thing. Like, I'm making good money, but I'm not really feeling like I have an impact as much as I want to. I'm not really that fulfilled. I'm not really channeling the inner artist inside of me. And so he started like listening to um, some podcasts of people who were and reading blogs about people who were, you know, doing things that are different, starting their own businesses on the internet, etc., etc. And he just happened to listen to an episode uh, of this dude, one of our friends, Scott Britton, who I was interviewing on a podcast that I, Brandon, was doing at the time. And so this is like sets the stage for like, Okay, Dan was aware of this, and then he moved to Austin, Texas, and um, maybe there was like another podcast today or something like that. And and Dan reached out and he tweeted me, and I was living in Austin. Dude, Texas. I I, I want to slightly correct this because I okay. feel like we get this. Dude, I don't actually think that uh, I heard you on Scott's podcast, but I think when I tweeted you, like I had no like I didn't know you from the podcast. Okay, like dude, you just had this cool page, and I was like, this dude looks cool. Like, okay, I so think it's run- unconnected. It's to the un- podcast. it's totally unconnected. Really? Yeah. So like you popped up on Twitter and like the related, and I was oh. like, I was like, oh yeah, this dude, I feel like he's, you know, I'm picking up what he's putting down. Message <laughs> him, dude. I like what you're doing, and then you were like, I think we live in the same building or something like that. Yeah, somehow we figured out that when Dan tweeted me, we lived in the same apartment complex, which is a trip in itself. You know, the universe is always playing those funny games like that. And uh, and so, you know, long story short, um, we got together, became friends. Um, Dan was doing his own thing with, like, jump rope. He was, like, 
you know, on, on the cusp of like, hey, I want to do my own jump rope business. He was starting to do some online training. Like the business was beginning to become a thing. He was putting out some YouTube videos around jump rope. And I was doing my own thing uh, in like the online fitness space as well. And uh, then Dan quit his job and was like, I'm going all in on this uh, jump rope thing. And about six, then about that same time when he quit his job, I moved to Medellin, Colombia to go, you know, figure my life out, figure out what the next step was going to be for the fitness online business. I just didn't know what it was going to be yet, but I knew I couldn't just get a job or, or do something that I didn't care about because the next thing was coming. It just hadn't revealed itself to me yet. So I went to Medellin, Colombia and about after about six months, um, I went to Barcelona and I was there, I remember having, Dan and I were like doing a podcast together. We like were starting to kind of merge what we were doing. And I was like, yo man, you should just come to Medellin. I have a feeling if we get together and we do this together, this is going to be magic. And so that was about a little bit less than two years ago. Yeah. Right. And Dan moved to uh, Medellin, Colombia, met me uh, there we started uh, Zendu Fitness together, which was something that we kind of just joked about when we were living in Austin, Texas together. It was like one of those things where you're like sitting around in your apartment with one of your friends. And you're like, oh, this would be really fun. Ha ha, Zendu Fitness. Yeah, because we're super zen and we're dudes and we want to talk about fitness. And it was like half a joke. But I think at the same time, it was like half like we both had in the back of our heads like this might be dope. And so, yeah, after six months of roommating and us doing our own things, Dan met me in Medellin, Colombia. And we started Zendu Fitness, and no one cared at all for at least a year or so of us putting out consistent content. And then slowly but surely, like we kept on like putting the effort in, you know, learning all the skills from shooting videos to editing videos to marketing videos to building a blog to learning social to learning how to set up a sales funnel and everything goes to setting up your own business. And, uh, and now we're just on the path, man. We're just in the middle of it. We're still infancy, but we're about a couple years into this business and, and here we are now, man. Wow. On the path, on the path, the Zen dudes. And I love the logo that you have because it's, it's basically, uh, a dude sitting, uh, cross-legged on the floor with one hand kind of in a meditative position resting on his lap and the, the other arm flexing uh it, 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 it describes you guys pretty well could, could you dive in a little bit to uh, as to what you guys teach uh you specifically teach jump rope but you're also talking to you know we did workouts but then there was also a meditation after can you guys talk a little bit more to your philosophy towards uh living living well and and feeling well yeah for sure i think like the philosophy towards fitness came about because when I was living in New York, I had lost a bunch of weight jumping rope. So that first and foremost, before we started this business, that tool became this very powerful metaphor for me to change my body physically. But I was also going down this path and Matt, you and I have like, we've, we talked about this a lot on their, like after the retreat, but you know, I was also wanting to go through like a mental transformation as well. And so that was, you know, Zen dude was really like the process of when Brennan and I joined up, he has a lot of background in helping people perform better, um, increasing their mental ability and just being able to unlock parts of their brain, um, so that they can live a more fulfilled life. They can achieve their goals and things like that. 
Um, so that's that those two things combined together are really like how we would describe what we do here at Zen Dude Fitness. So we also believe that, you know, the mind, you, you can work out, you can spend hours in the gym, you can, you can eat the right things. But if you don't have your behavior, your mind under control, then you're, you're probably not going to be able to live as optimal of a life as you could. And so at Zen Dude Fitness, our real philosophy is like, you know, this kind of alternative rebellious, if you will, sort of exercise that you can do outside of the gym. Um, you can do it anywhere. You can do it in the jungle. You can do it in the streets of Brooklyn. It doesn't matter. Um, but then at the same time, the other side of that is the more Zen aspect of it. The idea that you can also not only have the body that you want, but transform your life to get to where, you know, to follow your dreams. Uh, like I said, just to live a more fulfilled life because, you look around the world, man, like there's, there's a lot of people, like people are suffering. People are going through pain and they want, they want and need hope. And I think for us, this is just our artistic expression of like how, how we think we can best help the world. That's, that's really cool. And I wanted to, uh, I, you know, I, I can really relate. I know we've had a lot of discussions about this. My podcast listeners have, have heard me talk about this a, a, a good amount. But uh, like you guys were college football players, big old uh, linemen, and you got after after that experience lifting weights and uh, and hitting people. All right, there was you had to get your you had to correct how you felt in your own body and then the mental transformation also began to change and and I had an experience where all right I was uh just a scrawny little high school kid and and into college I was like man I want to lift weights and drink beers and eat ramen noodles and mac and cheese in the middle of the night and get huge and that's all I was obsessed about was uh, was the bench press and the bicep curl and then as I I realized that those things really those things helped me in that stage of my life of course gaining confidence with women and physically becoming stronger and uh, and that kind of thing but there's a lot more out. there's a lot more out there in life and so then as I really began to examine the things that I ate on a daily basis and uh, what a lot of people commonly would call the mind-body connection and not just honestly beating the shit out of myself all of the time I started to feel amazing and as I got a hold of that physically the mental aspects and also the spiritual aspects started to come with it. My brain started to function better. And so I wanted to ask you guys if you think, you know, you, you said something uh, about unlocking parts of, of your brain. And, and I'm curious, what comes first? If somebody's out there and like, man, these guys all have pretty cool stories of transformation. Uh, how? Where do you start, I guess, is my question. Do you start with, like, oh, I got to start interval training and jump roping and shed the pounds, and then maybe I'll feel better and be able to get into a meditative state? And where do you start? Well, you know, our motto is do the thing. We have a tattoo on ourselves. Just do it. So we we always ask the person who, who we're speaking with, who's like, where do I start? We, ask, we say, okay, do the thing. And then whatever pops up in their head, I think, is a good place to start because – 
a lot of people are aware of the area in their life that need to focus their most intention. It's like, yeah, maybe I just need to move more. Maybe I need to eat less. Or maybe, you know, I need to just like sleep a little bit more. Like when you talk about doing a thing, I think it's different for each person. And like, you know, it, it's we can't say the same answer for, for each person because everyone has different lives. They're putting different amounts of energy in, in different directions. So you have to look within, I think. And that's kind of like the whole Zen part of Zen Dude Fitness is letting each person, giving each person uh, permission to ask themselves what they need and then and then going from there. Because like we're not guys who are going to say, hey, like jump rope's the best thing in the world. You should only do this and not do anything else. Like honestly, we don't really care like how you move your body as long as you do it. The modality is just, you know, the mechanics of it. It's just the tactics. The, the thing that runs – a thread that runs through everything is just like consistently like being intentional about you know moving your body, uh, being aware of how you're feeling, and um, you know eating the right amount of food for your body. Those are like the three biggest things that I think lead to the greatest amount of like health and happiness. Well, and to add to that, like something Brandon actually like taught me like a long time ago when we first became friends was like. A lot of people just need to create an identity. Like you just have to under like the mental side of understanding who you are and being extremely self-aware and then really understanding where you want to go. And if you don't know where you want to go, that's fine. But asking yourself that question every day so you start to get those answers, I think is super important because you're going to lose motivation. Motivation is a roller coaster. Like it's not going to be there some days. So I think if you have this identity, um, you know, built into yourself of what you can do, then that's going to be how you get through and how you reach your goals. So to, yeah, to answer that question, like to the mental, I wouldn't say, you know, like we both agree, like you have to do the thing. If you know it's to move your body more than move your body. Um, and at, and at the same time, uh, the mental game is, is such a big part of that. Like everyone should start working on their, their brain because it spills over to not only like how you exercise, but how you basically handle your, your life in a chaotic world. Yeah, that's, that's excellent. Could, could you guys, you want to dive into to the brain stuff? You guys know I, I love this topic. Uh, what do you guys do? What are, some, what are some practices that you guys have that people can learn from who might be listening to this? Um, I mean, I feel like one of the most fundamental things that we did when we first got, got started, like this, this is mental, but it's also very actionable, is like we had like a very clear like vision about like what we want to do with our time. Not like this is some grandiose, um, you know, business plan, but more so like this is how we want to spend our time. This is how we want to feel. These are the experiences that we want to have consistently. And so a couple of years ago, we did this exercise and we reverse engineered it into what Dan was talking about earlier, which is the identity. And we're like, okay, well, if we want to have this kind of life, then who do we have to be to live this kind of life. And then you kind of realize, okay, well, there's some, there's an identity that's being built here because to have, to create that kind of life, you kind of have to be a certain type of person, right? Like when we think about example, like how do I become a great three point shooter like Stephen Curry? Well, he probably puts up you know, hundreds of three point shots every single day. And that's just part of his identity. It's, it's who, it's who he is. He's the kind of guy who goes and has relentless effort. And of course, from there, once you have the identity, you have to ask yourself, well, what are the specific actions that put me in integrity with this identity? And that would be like 
what are the things that you are really going to do to to make sure that you can look in the mirror every day and say, yes, I am being this person. And so, you know, for us, it was a matter of like taking action and having integrity with like this physical movement that we were talking about. Like we are going to be the change that like we want to see in the world. We're going to move our bodies consistently. We're choosing jump rope because we really believe that fitness should be fun and it should be something that we're excited about doing every day and not something that we're like, oh, I have to go do this. And, and we also think it's cool. You know, people don't want to go do jump rope because that's some people love CrossFit. Some people love obstacle courses, whatever it is for you. Some people just like to pump iron and get swole and all that stuff is cool. But basically, once you create that, that vision of what you want, you have to reverse engineer that into the identity that you're going to step into and then the actions. And so the, these are all going to be contingent on whatever your great vision for your life is, what you think that you want. It's all going to you know, go into that identity and then that identity is going to be built up and you're going to maintain identity or integrity with that identity through the actions that you take. And so really, when you start to take those actions and you have this clear identity and vision, that's where the brain part comes in because you're starting to program your mind to step into a new reality. That's really what you're doing. Because when you constantly are like, I'm this person, I'm creating this, I'm gonna do it by doing this, like you are just brainwashing yourself. You're doing like self-hypnosis into creating the type of life that you want, which also comes with all these positive emotions. So I'll, I'll stop ranting there and, and we can pick it up and take it whatever direction you want, man. <laughs> Damn, no, I, I, think you, I think you nailed it. I love, uh, I love where you took that. And I feel that if everybody would just create this positive vision for themselves and continue continue to repeat this to themselves or continue to visualize it for themselves. I really believe that then you will become that version of yourself if you take the action steps that it takes to get there, of course, but with enough consistency. If you literally, you know, all the tricks and whatever they say, write it on the mirror or, or wake up and and read it out loud every day, like maybe Thinking Grow Rich uh, by Napoleon Hill would tell you to do, or you have, you know, Michael Phelps is saying that he never, he's never not achieved a goal that he has written down because he just sticks to it and creates the most incredible outlandish goals, like winning however many gold medals the man has won and he did he 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 did the thing like like you guys say and i really do you guys have positive hope for for this world do you think we can save ourselves at this critical time in in history by all uh being able to visualize a better place and and being the best versions of ourselves yes because i think both brandon and i are optimistic dudes so like by default we're both like of course like because we you know like same way that you visualize your success like i want to visualize the world you know i i do have hope for the world do i think it was, is going to be a very difficult task of course like there's a lot of societal and societal issues um you know between countries about racism uh, a lot of you know monetary issues. Um, there's like a lot of, of gaps in in like current society. But yeah, overall, I'm I'm super optimistic. Like I, I do feel that the world, 
as we evolve can become uh, a more positive. I, I just think as, as people evolve, it can become a more positive place because we learn more. Technology obviously allows those barriers to be broken. You know, like Brent and I always talk about think, something like, for example, racism is broken down on a daily basis because a kid from Saudi Arabia can can DM us, which does happen, and say, hey, guys, you know, like, I, I love what you guys are doing. And he we can have a conversation and ask him about his life, all these little intricate details that he feels comfortable sharing because he watches our videos. And, and we, you know, I think that those kind of behaviors over a grand scale, like that does make the world a better place because things like racism, for example, are broken down just because you can communicate and have positive relationships with more people. Yeah. I think we, we need more people who are going to meet other people where they are because there's this whole camp of people who are like doing like, you know, very like spiritual stuff or they or they think that they have like amazing like values and they really they want everyone to listen to them because they're like, no, I'm right because I'm teaching the right stuff and I'm good. And but they're, they're not marketers. They don't know how to actually impact people. It's the same thing as like when I went to college, like I was bored to tears in literally just about every class I was in, not because the subject matter was boring, but because the teacher was boring, it wasn't entertaining. And so a huge thing for us as Endu Fitness is we feel that our personal responsibility to find ways to get people to consume our content and to be entertained and to, and to actually want to watch it and feel motivated to take action on it. Because that we know that you have to meet people where they are. Like so many people think they want all these things. Like perfect example. So they released a YouTube video and it was titled uh, lose your love handles with jump rope. Uh -huh. yeah. And like everyone, that's crazy. This video is exploding right now because everyone wants a, a quick fix to lose their love handles. Well, that's what they think they need. What they, sorry, that's what they, that's what they want. Right. But what they really need is just a consistent routine to plug into where they're moving their body where they're eating the right amount of food for their body, where they're eating nutrient-dense foods from the earth, where they're you know, ha you know, sleeping enough. And so like, we have to make super clickbait uh, titles and <laughs> yeah. thumbnails so people click that video. So behind, that, um, behind that, the video, we actually get to teach them and say, hey, this is how you get the result that you want, but like, this is what this actually looks like long-term. And so, I think it's a lot of people who need to step up, you know, whether it's like the US government or whether it's other content creators or people who have a voice out there and meet people where they are and then give them what they really need. And so that's a huge, huge motivator for us. And it's not easy, but like we're not gonna complain about it. We're not gonna be like, oh, we have to make these kind of videos because people are dumb. They don't wanna like actually search for what they need. It's because they don't know. Everyone's like living their lives and trying to do their best and trying to be happy. And they're like, you know what? When I woke up this morning, I looked in the mirror, like love handles were the thing that caused me the most pain. So that is what I want to watch. And so you got to meet people where they are and, and give them what they really need through the stuff that they think that they, they want. That's an awesome strategy. I heard uh, years ago, I went to an event, uh, it was uh, Mashable and the United Nations uh, put on a put on a, a social good summit and there was somebody really high up at MTV 
who said they wanted to bring people in with Snooki and the Jersey Shore because unfortunately that's what they want. She didn't say unfortunately, but uh, okay, we'll remove the judgment from that statement because that's what they like to watch. And then they try to, uh, but then they try to have positive programming that actually positively impacts these people's lives. And uh, yeah, I think that's an awesome strategy. Yeah, it is. It kind of, yeah, it, it doesn't, it, it is kind of funny though, right? Like we're like, damn, that's what people like. That's how we have to meet people. It's true though. Like if that's, if Snooki's going to get them in, you know, if Snooki's going to get more people to start jumping rope, dude, like maybe we'll start our videos with her too. Get her on Zen Dude Fitness. You got to get Snooki. But you know what? I'm, I'm very optimistic about like, this next generation of kids coming up, I think their bullshit meter is so high yeah. that like a lot of them really like, they're not going to, a lot of them aren't going to buy into what they're seeing. You know, that old MTV, like reality TV trash. They're going to be like, why am I going to watch this? Like, this isn't making me any happier. Or this isn't that fun. This is just like straight drama. And I think that content's going to change and it's going to, it's going to move. Like, I mean, and I can only say this through experience, like the amount of like DMs we get or emails from like young kids who are like, they're searching for this now and like they see, because the information is out there because the internet, like they're getting exposed at a much younger age to different ways of thinking that like, you know, even us at our age, like I'm 27, Dan's 29, uh, Matt, what are you, 31? 31. 31, like, you, like we just didn't even have exposure to this stuff, you know, when we were like younger kids and are like preteen years, like it just didn't exist and now it does. So I guess that's another reason why I feel like we're optimistic about where all this stuff is going because the information is out there and there's becoming more and more charismatic people who are teaching positive things. So no, and you guys really are raising the collective consciousness of these people on the internet and people will have more positive thoughts about themselves and the people around them when they do lose their love handles. And that might be a controversial statement, but it's not about the fat, about fat on my hips or not having fat on my hips. It's about thinking more positively and having more confidence, like I was saying before, and and feeling better about yourself and, and getting that part of your life under control so that you can hold the door for somebody or smile at somebody. And uh, yeah, can, can, can you guys talk a little bit? I want to transition the conversation a little bit um, into what you guys have done on, on YouTube and how you guys have grown your channel because we talked about a, a few strategies just a minute ago and then I'll, I'll circle back into, uh, into the jump rope, the nuts and bolts of jump rope and nutrition. Um, but you, So you guys said that you put... Uh, a year's worth of time, and, and you even showed me your YouTube stats when we were hanging out uh, in Costa Rica, and you said, look at this, nobody cared for a year, and we just constantly did the thing, and that was put out YouTube videos, and then you guys finally hit critical mass where things are things are hopping. I've been following your, your videos for the last uh, few weeks since we got back from Costa Rica, and every time I look at your yeah, I go to your page and it says your number of subscribers right there. And at first it was like uh, 90 something thousand. Now you guys are well over a hundred thousand and it's crazy right, be right before my eyes. So tell me, how'd you guys do it? 
lot of a lot of persistence. I mean, there's definitely some tactical stuff that we did, but the beginning was a a general idea of like, okay, we're going to focus most of our channel on jump rope. We'll talk about nutrition. We'll talk about mindset. But we started just making videos, probably like four or five a week. Um, spent all of our time on that, and I don't know if like Brennan and I haven't talked about this in a while, but like I do remember. When we like, so we didn't have, it took us a year to get to a thousand subscribers. So we went from zero. It took a whole entire year just to get that first thousand. And I do remember when we first started the channel, like we, we had read somewhere that it would take that long. And we actually like, didn't really care. Like we were just like, I just remember being like, okay, so basically what we're going to do is just make videos for, I think it was nine months. People say nine months. Um, we're going to do this for nine months. Nothing's going to happen. Don't expect anything. And then hopefully we'll have, you know, figured something, a monetization strategy out by that point. Um, so we basically just put in blood, sweat and tears kind of thing for the first year, put a bunch of content out about jump rope, got more and more focus. And then really when we started, our channel started to take off was when we went to Hawaii last summer um, and started to do just more work around like keyword search and tagging, tagging the right things that would get more views, started answering more questions that people were asking about on YouTube. Um, and that was like the first bump of growth that we had. So it was great because even though we only had a thousand subscribers, we had this pretty loyal base of people who was commenting. We were answering, we still answer practically every comment, um, that was commenting and interacting with us. So by the time we started getting some of this fast growth, it just kind of grew on top of itself because new people coming to the channel already saw that like, oh, wow, these guys already have like a legitimate dialogue with with all these other people. And so I think it felt, um, you know, like that was a big thing that I think helped us grow. And then from there, it's been all I mean, every single week is different. You know what I mean? Like we're constantly thinking of what like last night last night walking to dinner brandon and i are having a conversation around like someone asked us have you guys created a are any of your videos viral yet and we were like no like we're still looking to make that one video that gets uh, say over a million views in the first month first week something like that so i think like it's a process of perseverance finding extreme focus ours being jump a keyword like jump rope and then just continuously, like never really being satisfied, you have to constantly create new types of content, figure out how to opt, you know, not only from the production side, but from the, like, the, how are people gonna see it? How are you gonna optimize views for that, a particular video or something like that? So it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of trial and error, but Brandon and I say all the time, like we're very confident that most people can do exactly what we did. You just have to, surrender. You basically have to surrender to the idea that for two years, you're going to make a ton of content about one thing and beat it into the ground and then see what happens. Mm -hmm. And, and you're either, you're either good enough or you're not, you know, but I mean, our belief is that like, if you are really pursuing the path that you think you're meant to be on, like you feel good about the content you're putting out, like there's going to be other people who are like you who are like, yeah, I'm down with this because of course, when we're talking about jump rope and mostly bodyweight workouts, there's this whole camp of people who are like, yo, like, screw you guys. Like, why aren't you lifting weights? You guys are scrawny, yada, yada, yada. 
and and these people probably follow another YouTube channel that's like, yo, you know, yeah. jump rope and body weights for pussies. You got to go hard, <laughs> get your gains. And that's honestly, that's cool. There's like all these different tribes that form around different belief systems. And so if you if you believe something and it's worked well for you and like you're not, you know, you're not BSing yourself. Like if you're like, yo, I figured something out and, I, and this is working for me. Like it's your almost it's your obligation to go share that with the world. Like go give that gift that you've discovered and you're going to find a tribe that starts to form around you. And then, you know, the tactics take care of themselves. Like if you're determined enough, you're not going to spend a year making videos without figuring out how to get people to see them. Right. Like there's just too much effort that goes into that without you figuring out the details of that. But like big picture, it's, you know, the stuff that Dan, Dan mentioned about finding that focus and, and going all in. Yeah, that, that's great. And I'm looking at your YouTube channel right now and you have stuff, you know, your most popular videos are top beginner jump rope mistake, 703,000 views. But that's not like a click, super clickbait type of title that is going to have a 700,000 views in the first week or something like that or how to jump rope to lose weight. But you guys are good. That's a half a million views right now. But you guys are going after the long-term business, trying to get your subscribers, and uh, yeah, you guys are going to make plenty of videos that will go viral as uh, as you continue to crank them out. I think a lot of these these body breakdowns, um, how to get a body like Cristiano Ronaldo, or you did one I, I think on LeBron that I watched, and uh, yeah, you guys will. That's. That's not that's not even what it's about to you guys, which which is awesome. And for anybody who does want to get into the tactics uh, and strategies, Brandon wrote an awesome article on Medium.com of just about how they did it, uh, and I can link that up in the show notes also. Um, and, and so I wanted to to kind of circle circle back now into into the jump rope and. Uh, I think that there are people out there who want to learn, including myself. So I hopped in on I hopped in on your first workout, and then of course we were active all day. But I wasn't actively participating in your morning jump out routines. I didn't have a good jump rope. I'd never really jump rope before, and I had work to do, to be honest. But I'm on my own time. I'm trying to get at least, uh, I would say, four or five times a week. I'm jumping rope, and that's about how much I work out four or five times a week. And so I just bring my jump rope with me now everywhere that I grow. And uh, thank you guys for that. That was a, that was an awesome gift. These guys left me their uh, their favorite jump rope, the cross rope. And I, I've been digging in on your your YouTube channel. So I'll tell you guys where I am right now in my progression. So. Yeah, I had jump rope, jumped rope before uh, as like with a cheap plastic jump rope and I could kind of kind of do it or whatever. But now I'm trying to get into do the real deal and be able to uh, do this as as a part of my regular workout routine. And so what I do is, OK, I'm going to the gym or I'm going to the park or I'm going to do a body weight exercise. I did this in in Colombia, for example, two weeks ago. I just went to the walls of Cartagena and found a little spot in the sun where I could get my vitamin D and just started doing jump rope. And, and what I do is 
uh, I jump rope as, as long as I possibly can, which isn't very long. We're talking about 20 or 30 seconds. And then when I trip over the rope, all right, then it's time for push-ups or it's time for uh, burpees or it's time for lunges or whatever it is. And I'll make a routine out of that. Or if I'm going to the gym to lift weights, then I'll, I'll jump rope to warm up and and do those do those warm-ups like I just talked about uh, lunges or or air squats or something like that and then I'll, I'll burn out with that also to to fatigue myself at the end of the workout but uh, so I want to ask you guys if I'm trying to jump rope better of course uh, I, I took a few tips from you guys that were very helpful so first I started to think like all right I just have to jump higher over this damn rope and that gives you a little bit more time to not trip over it but then I watched your video where you said nah, don't overdo it on that because actually the whole unit just comes up you jump your hands come up and then you're not really helping yourself any better uh, than that I also started placing my hands a little bit lower which is a really good tip but what do you guys have for the the beginner jump roper out there well I think the first thing a beginner jump roper has to understand is that jump rope is a skill just like anything else, right? Like if you picked up, uh, like the first time you jumped on a bike, you don't expect to just be able to ride the bike. You have to learn how to ride the bike. And so jump rope is very similar. We have some awesome series on our YouTube channel, like the seven day beginner challenge where, you know, we take you through every part of like learning how to do this skill. And we believe that like if you go through our tutorials, like you really will be able to learn. I mean, I mean, you know, there's a hundred that plus thousand people, maybe who knows how many more have like learned how to jump rope with us. So watching it's, uh, some of our playlists like that for beginners is great. But I think it's just understanding that you're learning a skill and it's super, super fun, but it's still a new skill that you're learning. So be patient with yourself and, and play the long game and understand that like the more practice you put in, the better you'll get, the more fun it becomes, the more fluid you are. And, uh, and yeah, everyone goes through the same process. You know, Dan and I included, like at, there was a time where we didn't know how to jump rope. There's a time where we were like pretty bad at jump rope, but kind of do it. There was a time where we could like jump rope consistently with like regular bounce and not trip over, but if we tried tricks, we'd like mess up. And then there was a time where like we learned tricks and everything's fluid and we're constantly evolving. And so like the more time you put into this, the better you get, the more fun it is. Cool, cool. Do you think I'm I'm putting in enough time? Like what would you guys, what would you guys suggest? Uh, and I just Googled that seven day beginner jump rope challenge by the Zen dudes and I'll link that up also in, in the show notes. I'm, I'm pumped to get into, into that tutorial there it looks like there's seven videos right there and I haven't I haven't seen those I've only seen I guess I saw the one on correcting your jump rope mistakes but um, by putting in the time if I'm putting in uh, I don't know I go at it for for 20 minutes uh, when I do it is this is that a solid a solid amount of time great yeah that is a really that is a good starting time yeah like, like none of our workouts are more than 30 minutes like we, the biggest thing is like we understand that everyone's busy, so you're not going to find any workouts that we have for like more than 30 minutes. It's 20 to 30 minutes. Um, you know, ideally, five days a week would be awesome if you can do that, but even like doing three days a week is cool too. 
And so if anyone wants like a bunch of free workouts, they can go to our site, zendufitness.com, and we give away a free four-week challenge that basically gives you uh, four weeks of workouts, five workouts every single week to get you started. And then from there, you sh after four weeks or so, you're going to have some fluency and you're going to be able to you're going to be able to jump rope a little bit and start to add some tricks to your game. I'm I'm excited for it because you guys, it's just awesome looking and it's another skill. It's a skill that I want to learn. And uh, yeah, it's impressive. It's impressive. It makes you want to get to the next level in that. Uh, and since I've since I'm I'm such a nerd and can't help but but dig into the science of this, uh, I read in Dave Asprey's new book, uh, Headstrong, which is all about optimizing your mitochondria. That jump rope does the same thing as like these whole body vibration plates, and so literally shaking every single one of your cells is extremely. Uh, extremely good for your mitochondria production. It, it creates this fourth phase of water, this exclusion zone water. This guy, Gerald Pollack, wrote, wrote this book, The Four Phases of Water, and a lot of the big names in biohacking are talking about that. And you know, a lot of these guys just get on a, a plate that shakes up all their cells, but one of the best ways to do it is, uh, is to jump rope. And Get, your, get the water in your cells shooken up and, and somehow, I, I can't remember exactly how to explain it, but that's great for your, your mitochondria and gives you energy throughout the day. So I, I'm pumped to put that into my, into my routine. Nice, man. I'm, dude, I'm already like picturing like a shake yourself sexy video, maybe like a shake, <laughs> shake weight is involved or something and then you got jump rope. Uh, I, I like it. I like it. Look, I think a lot of people are going to be Googling about this uh, this fourth phase of water. I think I sent you guys a link on it actually before the retreat. I was so I was so pumped about it. But uh, I think people will find that extremely useful. I mean, mitochondria, that's the building building blocks of our, our cells. And uh, but you can do it in, a, in an exciting way fun way that doesn't have to be deep into the science people just feel better after they do something like jump rope yeah efficiency you know i mean this is one that dan and i never talk about but that's super cool because like we're always like hey jump rope because from the research we've seen it's the most efficient way to burn the most amount of calories in the least amount of time so like if you only have a certain amount of time to work out like say you burn a ton of calories hashtag more cookies later in the day. Um, yes. <laughs> no, but no, it's a great way to like just like get an efficient workout in, and you don't need a gym. You can just do it anywhere. Uh, yeah, the benefit. I mean, of course, like the brain benefits. We always try to like make sure we have activities in our lives that produce more flow, so that like state of being where like time disappears and you're extremely focused on the present task. And like jump rope, a lot of times especially when you're beginning and then in a different way when you get more advanced forces you into the present moment into that flow state and so that flow state will carry with you from your exercise to other parts of your life to when you're trying to be productive at work or uh, when you're doing some kind of creative project so that's a cool benefit as well yeah i'm looking forward to getting into the flow of of jump rope because right now i'm i think i'm overthinking it and i'm very mechanical about it and uh kind of in my head about it where 
once you but once you get it, I know what you mean. I've I've caught glimpses of the flow, uh, but I'll I'll have you guys again at some point, and uh, yeah, we'll talk about we'll talk about the flow and uh, be able to to know what that really feels like, fellas. I know you got to run in a couple minutes. I wanted to just ask you guys. You can you can elaborate this on this however you would like, but if you could leave us with how to live the Zen dude fitness lifestyle for anybody out there listening who wants to be more zen dude or dudette what do you guys got for me okay i'm gonna give my version real quick brand's gonna hit you with his um to be more zen dude or dudette the way that the first thing that comes to my mind is i don't don't mean to sound morbid but a, a really helpful practice that i use with myself on like creating this this identity of a Zen dude is reminding myself actually pretty frequently that my life is very temporary and I have no clue uh, you know when I'm going to leave this earth I have no clue what's happening next and so for me the ultimate characteristic about a Zen dude is that or do that is just being extremely present and approaching every day with a smile on your face and just really, really appreciating it. Like it's so rare to even, it's such a, it's such a, you're so lucky. Like we're so lucky to even have been born and become a human that like, there's not a day that goes by that I I don't feel like I appreciate, even if it's a shitty day, I still find time to like appreciate that. And I feel like anyone out there who's, you know, looking for like my words of advice would just be, like enjoy your life be as happy as you possibly can um and because that at the end of the day like we we don't know we don't know many things about where this is headed so be happy every day and try to infect the world with as much positivity as you can yeah i would just add to that it's like yeah basically what dan said chase that ultimate human experience because Let's all be honest, whether you're religious or not, like no one knows what's happening when you die. So why not chase the ultimate experience while you're here? Like not not feeling guilty about like, hey, like I'm not a celebrity. I don't have a Lamborghini. But instead, just looking within and be like, what could be the ultimate experience for me? And we find that, you know, everyone we practice this exercise with. You know, it ends up getting them into more positive life habits. Like they're gonna be like, you know what? If I'm gonna have the ultimate life experience, I want to be in a body that feels light, that feels good, that feels functional, that I can move around with without pain, that I feel confident in when I look in the mirror. I want to be eating foods that make me feel good and high energy. You know, I want to be sleeping enough so like, you know, I don't feel uh, I don't feel overwhelmed in my day and my stress levels don't go up. So. For me, it's just everything Dan said and just chasing that ultimate human experience for yourself. You guys are fucking awesome. I appreciate you guys. And uh, yeah, this, is, this has been a blast. It's the Zen Dudes, Brandon Epstein and Dan Whitmer on the Live Different Podcast with myself, Matt Wilson. Signing out. You guys are awesome. Keep continuing hey. to. Yes, yeah, sir. What's up? No, just same, same to you, bro. We appreciate you having us on. Let's keep riding the way, baby. Dude, I, I, fellas, I'm, I'm excited for your trip to Bali. You guys are going to crush it. Uh, this has been awesome. Yo, Live Different Podcast listeners, you know what to do. 
you love the episode, if you listened this far, go to iTunes. Show us some love. Please, that's all we ask, a little five-star review. Just a little review. That's all we need. Send it to a friend who needs to get their ass in gear. We're trying to do good work here, and we need your help. Hey, you know what? Special offer. Send me an email personally. I will write back. Matt at under30experiences.com. I want to know your feedback, and then I want to meet you in person. Maybe our yoga retreat. Maybe our fitness retreat. Who knows? Check out under30experiences.com. Go do something awesome with your life.